I use a lot of words. I do a lot of talking. So there are words, of course, you catch yourself saying, you're thinking, I really need to put that one out to pasture. I can't use that word anymore. Well, Lake Superior State in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, which, yes, is right across a bridge from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, every year they put out a list of words that they say should be, quote, unquote, banished. Now, this is not some crusade. This is a tongue-in-cheek thing. They get nominations, they go through them, and every year they post their list of words that should be done away with for 2023. Uh, it's quite a list. I mean, you can if you go on their website, you can look all the way back to 1976 when it started. So for 2023, um, GOAT, greatest of all time, that one they think should be should get gone. Inflection point is another one. Um, the word absolutely, amazing. Um, moving forward, which, yes. <laughs> First of all, it means nothing. Second of all, it definitely should be one that you try to expunge. They describe them as words that are, or phrases that are misused, overused, or useless. Um, now the words that, again, the words that they put on this list, they aren't plucked out of thin air. People send in nominations and their arts and letters faculty sizes them up, presents their picks. It is what it is. And that too is one of the catchphrases that merits a one-way ticket to oblivion. They say, here is a memorable scene from a not particularly memorable movie. Matt Damon's We Bought a Zoo. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sometimes you don't know what it is until you see what it is, you know? Once you see what it is, then you can figure out, is it what it is? You understand? No, but we can move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. It is what it is. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't loathe it, but some people really don't like it. But yeah, it could be one of those ones we just stop using since it really doesn't mean much, does it? Um, again, there's nothing remotely serious about this list. This is all tongue-in-cheek. But joining me now is Peter Zatmary. He's Executive Director of Marketing and Communications at Lake Superior State University in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. Thank you for the interest. So this is an annual event. Just so we, we, we make things clear, this is not about banishing words for any other reason than they are overused. Is that right? Well, overuse, misuse, and uselessness are the three tentpoles that we pay attention to in our tongue-in-cheek annual banishment. A trifecta, so to speak. This is, how does it work? We get nominations from around the state of Michigan, as you can imagine, around the U.S. We also get nominations from just about every province in Canada, plus many countries around the world. And we look forward to not merely the words and terms that people take playful umbrage with, but as importantly, the reasoning behind their mock serious irritation. And this year, we got more than 1,500 nominations. And then the faculty from the School of Arts and Letters narrows them down to the best of the worst, the 10 that we recommend for playful banishment for the next year. Uh, people are very passionate about this stuff, I know, because I hear, obviously, I use words. So sometimes I use words that people are, are sick and tired of. And I get told, uh, 
what were some of the ones that uh, that made the list this year? Uh, there's some familiar ones. I've read the list. There's some familiar ones in there. Well, uh, we banished 10 words and terms this year. Would you like us to begin with number 10 or number one? Well, we might as well start at the top if there is such a thing. <laughs> why, don't we start, why don't we start at the, the top? The number one word or term that people wanted vanished and that our judges agreed was the acronym GOAT, greatest of all time. Oh, you hear that one a lot, don't you? Yep. And our nominators were across the board for overuse, misuse, and uselessness. And as one of our nominators said, it's applied to everyone and everything from athletes to chicken wings. <laughs> right. And, so... and when you think about it, how can anyone or anything be the GOAT anyway? Because time marches on. And records fall, and it's oftentimes subjective, the the rationale. Yeah. Other nominators pointed to the uh, overuse that goat gets sprinkled like table salt on anyone who's really good at whatever. And one of our wordsmiths said that, isn't it interesting and ironic that it used to be that goat as a noun once suggested something unsuccessful. Yes. And now it's an indiscriminate flaunt. So I guess we'll we'll give goats back to the goats then. That's that's a good one. Yes, there's we some will. other there's some other interesting ones out there. There's one that we've used a lot this year called well quiet quitting is one of the ones that we used a lot this year because it sort of entered the lexicon, but already uh people want to see it gone. Yeah. And our nominators pointed out that it's both very trendy, but as well inaccurate. Because when you think of those two words and push them together, you might think it's an employee who inconspicuously resigns. Instead, it's trying to convey an employee who completes the minimum requirements for a job. So our nominators said it's just a fancy way of saying normal job performance or companies complaining about workers refusing to be exploited to go above and beyond. And it's not new. It's burnout on we boredom. Uh, moving forward was another one that that, uh, that was singled out. I could I can imagine why. What would your reasons be? Well, I mean, it, it's just it, it means nothing. Right. I mean, you don't have to say it. Right. You know, it, it just it, it seems like sort of wasted words moving forward. Well, yeah. As one of our nominators pointed out, where else would we go? Because well, yeah. we can't go back in time. And one of our nominators said, you know, it also could refer to get my way and such as how can we move forward? And the nominator said, well, guess what? Sometimes you can't. And one of my favorite reasons was that politicians and bosses often use that phrasing as, quote, semantic legitimacy, unquote, of their self-interest evasion or disingenuousness. So it's and, a, we a weasel word, in other words. Yeah. And, and what was interesting for us, too, was that what we called its next of kin going forward also received votes, and we had banished going forward in 2001. Wow. 21 years later, we're, or 22 years later, we're back at it, still trying to get that one extricated from uh, 
from from our lexicon. Uh, I was I was surprised to see irregardless, of course, because that's one that's um, I mean, it's not a word, right? <laughs> it's often used and it, it found a place of honor on this year's list. Yeah, well, one of the things that we've noticed about the words and terms that get banished year after year, decade after decade, they generally fall into two camps. One, commenting on the zeitgeist, so remarking on current events, or as a case, as the case in irregardless, of an evergreen word or term. And in this case, as one of our nominators said, it makes my hair hurt. And that should be the case because it's not a word, irregardless, or at the most, according to some dictionaries, it's a non-standard word. And certainly, obviously, regardless suffices. And another nominator said, well, if you look at it, the prefix IR plus the word regardless equals redundancy. And then another wit said, take the word regardless, dress it up for emphasis to showcase your command of non-existent words. Peter Zatmary is with us this half hour. He's Executive Director of Marketing and Communications at Lake Superior State University in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Every year they issue their list of words. It's a tongue-in-cheek list. Don't, don't get upset. These aren't. Uh, there's no fines here. But these are words that a lot of people feel should be banished for a little while, at least put to rest. You know, as we were talking about words like moving forward, um, goat, greatest of all time, irregardless, which is not a word or at least not a normal word, but we've talked about those. A few other ones this year that were interesting. Um, it is what it is. That one you hear a lot. And I, I gather it found its place of honor this year. Uh, at Not only this year, we first banned it in 2008. Wow. For overuse, misuse, and uselessness. And in 2008, our nominators pointed out that it's pointless, it's a cop-out, and only Yogi Berra should be allowed to utter such a circumlocution. And this year, our nominators had these reasons. Well, duh. Of course it is what it is. What else would it be? It would be weird if it wasn't what it wasn't. And then others called it a verbal crutch, and some called it an excuse not to deal with reality or accept responsibility, and that it's sometimes dismissive and even borderline rude. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's hard to know what it means when someone says it, right? I mean, oftentimes we use words uh, that aren't meant to mean anything. They're sort of like, I don't know what, you know, it's sort of a, just a way of re reacting to something without actually saying anything. I was looking down through all the years because it's a fascinating list. If you want to go onto the website, you could actually see all the words going back to 1976. And they do change over time, although they say they stay strikingly similar over time as well. So you get things like Reaganomics, right? Moral majority. These are words that we used years and years ago that have disappeared since anything with Obama as a prefix um, is, is gone as well. Or, you know, these are things that were really of the moment. But sometimes you look back and you see words and you think, wait a second, you know, 2011, you had the American people. Now, if I had a dollar for every time the, I heard the word American, the American people spoken by politicians, I'd be a rich man today. Yeah, the and that falls into the camp of the ones that are responding in the current events. 
a lot of times they will respond to political issues and whether the words and terms are in reaction to trends or whether they're pointing out the evergreens, our ultimate interest is to have some serious fun and help people pay more attention to how they and others communicate and miscommunicate. And I, I wouldn't presume to speak for you, Ben, or your listeners, but I will raise my hand and say, I am guilty of a whole bunch of these words and terms that are banished. I use them all the time. Sometimes my brain points that out to me and I correct myself and sometimes I forget. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I looked at these words with a certain amount of shame as well, because there's a lot of them that, that we use. I mean, there are ones that have definitely been, I think we've purposely tried to get rid of them last year. You had circle back, which I think is a terrible, terrible, terrible term. And it was uh, it was sort of put out to pasture last year at the end of the day as well. One that we use for this show, actually, because to be honest, it's, it's a play on words because our show is on at the end of the day. But, right, uh, but there it is. There it is, sitting right there in 2022. At the end of the day, I thought, "Wow, we use that one." And people who are interested in what words and terms have been banished over the years and the decades, they can go to our website, and where we've accumulated them, alphabetical order, and also year by year, plus our press releases some of the art that we've created over the years and decades, and as importantly, nominate words and terms to banish for 2024 via our online form. And all of that can be found at lssu.edu slash banished words. It's it's a fascinating tradition that started at this point many, many years ago. I mean, it's, we're heading towards uh, half a century for this one now. That's quite the feat for Lake Superior State University. Yeah, 1976 was the first one. And to a point that you were mentioning just a few seconds ago, one of the words and terms that was banished in 1976 was at this point in time. Can you imagine? And the reason that that was chosen was in that year and uh, shortly before that, Richard Nixon would use that all the time. And that's a, a really apt example of responding to the uh, parlance of the day. And a pretty concrete example of how terms that were banished back in 1976, 1976 exists till this day. People still use, I was looking at 1978, you had Hopefully and Unique. 79 had the bottom line. Uh, these are, 1982 had World Class. Um, 1984 had Basically. I mean, these are all still terms that we use, unfortunately, absolutely. I guess. Yep. And like I just was about to say and corrected myself, absolutely, I was about to say. I because that's, <laughs> that's one of our banished words for this year. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, it's been uh, it's a really great initiative. And uh, it's always fun to see people have fun with words, tongue in cheek, but also a little bit of a reminder in there that language is evolving and try not to be lazy with it. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. At <laughs> the end of the day, it is what it is. We all miscommunicate.
There we go. Peter Zatmary, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Happy New Year.